breakfast. We'd like to welcome to the microphone none other than April School Superintendent Margaret Marotta, and we're very thankful that you're wearing your mask today and, and, and you know, just making, taking care of things, making sure that everybody's safe. We're working on it, Wynn. Thank you. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. Uh, when we last spoke, um, you were, um, you know, wondering what school, well, you're yeah, kind of guessing of what school would be like, you know, uh, when it opens, if it opens in the fall. And, and I don't know if you've, have you been uh, having folks busy in, installing things like plexiglass and removing desks and stuff like that? Very, very busy, Wynn. Um, we actually got some updated guidance from the Department of Education a week or so ago. Um, and they've um, changed things around for us a little bit in a way that will allow us um, probably, hopefully, um, to get all the kids um, that are able, healthy and able to return to school um, in the fall to return to school. Um, so, you know, providing nothing changes or, or gets worse, at this point we're planning for a sort of a, a full socially distanced return to the school in the fall. So for us, that's meant a lot of work. And as you say, moving around desks, taking out desks, um, measuring, checking all the windows and all the buildings, just making sure all the windows work because they're really encouraging, you know, flow of fresh air, thinking about outdoor classrooms, working on our HVAC systems, um, just some problems in those in some of the schools for, for many years, um, you know, and it always kind of got pushed to the back burner, I guess, but... Um, now that's right, right front and center. So those are all getting fixed. So okay, uh, so yeah, if I remember correctly, last time you're thinking about uh, like half capacity, but now now you're saying that you might be able to get everybody back all at the same time. That's really what um, the Department of Education is is encouraging. Um, they put out uh, some some research about the spread of the virus in, in children and. Um, how it's really uh, lessened in, in children, um, and also the impact of sort of the, the social ills of kids staying at home um, and, and some of the current concerns around that and just getting kids back to school, the learning loss. Um, you know, we've all um, heard the, you know, the sad stories of domestic violence or, you know, things that happen when people are, are kind of frustrated and, and home for long periods of time, so... Yeah, it seems like uh, we're seeing a, a little bit of that uh, happening now all around the country. Uh, people uh, just uh, tired of being uh, cooped up. Now, would the kids have to wear masks and things like that? Yeah. Yep, so there would be masks. And actually, um, we started summer programming yesterday. For, usually we have about 1,200 kids in summer program. This year we, we just have about 300 in, in person. Um, but we started the first wave of that yesterday. And um Kids and, and teachers wore masks and things were socially distanced and a lot of outdoor activities. Um, but we had thought that the kids, that we'd be forcing the kids apart and reminding them to wear their masks and really have to be on them. Um, the kids were actually um, really nervous and, and, and very hesitant to, to join um, together at all. Um, so uh, there was much less reminding um, and more trying to reduce anxiety of kids than we expected. Um, they were very self-aware. Well, how about that? Yeah, I've been uh, noticing while I've, I've been out walking my dog around that, uh, you know, I see kids on skateboards and stuff like that, and, and they have masks, and some of them are, are actually wearing them. Others have them, you know, pulled down. But uh, 
but they, you know, they have the mask. And I, I'm thinking that, you know, that's pretty nice that they're uh, kind of behaving like that. Yeah, I think you know kids are scared like like everyone else, and um, they want to be they want to be careful. So I, I, we were hopeful. Um, yesterday went really really well. All right, so uh, so that's good. So and so that's the way that it looks right now. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a moving target, it seems. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Uh, very much a, a moving target. We'll we'll see what they say tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. should be okay. Um, now um, the other uh, the other thing I was uh, wondering about as well too, uh, and it. it I'm sure it's it well. It has to get straightened out at, at some point. But uh, the the budget uh, for the city didn't uh, get fully passed. Uh, does that have any effect on you when and when the budget only gets passed one month at a time? Well, it's not ideal. It's hard to plan from, um, and there are certainly some things that will would um, be on hold because of that. Um, I, I think for for us because. The majority of our expenses don't occur in July because we're on hold a little bit. We, you know, we really spend the majority of our funds between September and June. Um, it's, it's not um, as big of an impact as it as it could be, um, but we need to, to figure it out and know exactly what we're going to have for money, what we can hire, what we can't hire, what you know, what we can buy, what we can't buy. Uh, and do you have uh, numbers as far as uh, new teachers that you've been uh, looking to hire for the new school year? Yeah, I mean, I think as of the other day, we had hired about 15 new teachers um, last time I checked, which might have been a week ago. Um, that, that's probably a, a lower number. I think there's less, people aren't switching jobs at this point, you know, which is good. Um, so, uh, you know, 15, and we, we employ about five. 150 or 600 teachers, so that's, you know, we still have some openings because people are out there, mainly um, special education type openings. We have quite quite a few of those in related services, psychologists, special education teachers, so if anybody knows anybody, uh, you know, check out our website. We're actively interviewing. That's right. Yeah, people know other people. And, and we ran a story uh, a, a week or so ago about the uh, the, the 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 principles that are, are taking place and and a couple of folks have uh, shifted positions huh <laughs> yeah yeah um I, again i guess maybe it's, it's part of the not wanting to go to the unknown um but yeah the uh, principal and the assistant principal at both Penn Lake uh Jim Brennan and uh, Maureen Gray and then the principal and assistant principal at Constantino School Rich and John Neely have uh, just switched positions, uh, which is something I've never heard of before, but happened twice here in Haverhill in the span of a month. Um, and everyone's happy, and it's, it's great. It works out well for us because having new people is hard um, in, in a time like this. There's so much to learn without trying to learn the systems and the people. So. That's right. Yeah, you get to uh, keep all you get to keep that knowledge in the same building. Exactly. Now, um, I know that uh, next week, uh, I think it's next week, we'll have a chance to uh, talk with Katie Boziolis. Um, oh, good. And uh, she's going to be talking about the, the registration uh, for kindergarten. And, and that's yeah. uh, really something that you, you really stress that it happens uh, sooner rather than later, right? Yeah, we're we're a little bit behind um, in terms of, of folks coming to us and, and registering 
you know, people didn't either didn't know the registration center was open or didn't know how to register online or just were hesitant for what, what they were going to do with their five-year-old in, in, in September, given what's going on in the world. Um, but we're really encouraging people to uh, to register. And if you change your mind, that's okay. It's free. We're a public school, public service. Um, but, but we need to know how many kindergarten teachers have, how many classrooms. We, we really want to um, make sure that we're prepared. Um, also, another uh, question about uh, the beginning of school. Uh, so so right now, it looks like it's going to be opening up on time, and it looks like everybody's going to get back um, at the same time, and every, everybody's going to uh, have the masks, uh, that can wear the masks and all that. But uh, what about uh, what about the athletic programs? Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, so, so two things I will say. The Department of Education is actually talking about um, encouraging us to start a few days later and have some professional development for teachers built into the schedule. Um, and if that becomes their direction, then we might be starting a little later. I think that's important for people to know. We got to have some conversations about that. Um, unfortunately, we can't. That's the Department of Education rule, not us. Um, I know as far as sports go, sports, uh, youth sports, um, yesterday came out with a series of sports that can and can't be played in the fall. Um, and I imagine that our school system will probably follow along with it. Um, so things that could be played were things like, um, golf, volleyball, um, baseball, uh, field hockey, um, tennis, uh, things, uh, track, uh, things that couldn't be held were things, I think, football, soccer, uh, a couple of other wrestling maybe was on the list. So, But the, the good news was that there were far more things that they were saying that with precautions we would likely be able to play in the fall. Hmm. Uh, but there might be a hold on a couple of things. Yeah, it sounds like it's more of the uh, individualized uh, events. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So, yeah. So um so everything is uh, is moving forward and um and you've got all the all the crews doing what they have to do to uh, make sure that things are socially distanced. What happens to uh, to the desks uh, to get moved around? Where do you keep those? Yeah, so that's that's something right now. So we are going through all our storage right now to see what's in storage that is actually junk and needs to be surplus because we've been hanging on to a lot of junk for a long time. Um, so that then we can take the things that we know we're going to want back, hopefully in six months or a year, and store those. Because we don't have a lot of space in our schools, as I think the public knows. Uh, it's uh, interesting because we we're running a story about uh, uh, hoarding and, and cluttering today. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're guilty. <laughs> I think most of us are. All right. Well, it certainly uh, has. I I think it's uh, very good news. What's uh, what's happening with the schools and uh, the outlook for September? Haverhill School Superintendent Margaret Morata, our guest this morning here on the Wave ninety seven nine, WHAV FM. Wake up with Wind Damon weekdays from six to nine a.m. on ninety seven nine FM WHAV.